What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast with me and Dimo. Welcome back, everybody. We're back for another week. We are back, and this week we are doing our top 10 list of superhero movies of all time. There should probably be a disclaimer that we may have left one or two out. Yeah, we got to... I feel like maybe if we, um, as we're going through the list, maybe we'll be like, oh, shit, and edit something. But this is what we got for right now. So. Number one. <laughs> we getting right into it? The Dark Knight. Easily. I feel like that's got to be. Coming I, at you. It's I feel the like most that's got to be. Superhero yeah. movie. You get. It's basically everything you want in a superhero movie. I feel like it's everything you want, and it's everything you want in a Batman movie too. What's your favorite part of that movie? Favorite part of that movie? Ooh. See, it's a tough question. Mm. I can't really pick one over the other because I'm entertained from the start to the end. But I would say a lot of the detective scenes with Batman, and Bruce, were really good, and Alfred, and the police. Um. All of the Joker scenes were great. 10 out of 10, every single one of them. Um, and then obviously a lot of the stuff with Heath Ledger was, I'm sorry, Heath Ledger, um, Aaron Eckhart was Two-Face. It was really yep. good. All that stuff. Anything with Jim Gordon, basically the whole movie <laughs> at this point. The only, the only, maybe the only thing, it, it always upset me how quickly that they, Bruce's career as Batman ended because if you look at the timeline, uh-huh. I believe it's not that long from start of Batman Begins to end of the Dark Knight. Um, I always, I was always too short for me. I felt like that was his, the only thing, and that's not really anything bad with the movie. That's just me wanting more of Christopher Nolan and Christian so, Bale. Together. So you think you think like it was too short for like it should have been more like than a trilogy for his no no i felt like his prime was too short oh okay but then again you look at it his take was a realistic if batman and he said before i wanted to make movie of if batman was in this real this world and the the toll that is taken out on the character from the start of the first movie to the end of the dark knight that's for however few years, one or two years that it is, I, I forget what the exact amount is. I'll look it up, but between between two and three, you're saying? No, between one and two. Oh, between one and two. The physical toll that Batman would take on someone is realistic, yeah. I guess, in that regard. Because then, you know, he he fell off the the uh, the ledge at the end of the Dark Knight, and what did they say in the Dark Knight Rises? He had a, a torn MCL, no cartilage. Yeah, knees. he had like no cartilage in his knees. He, he his shoulders, be- nothing. Yeah, he could barely walk. He needed the cane. Um, it was he, he was he was messed up in that movie for sure. Yeah, it's so really, it's only one year between one and two. Um, yeah, between one and two. Well, that makes sense too because um, at the end of one is when he gets the Joker card. Mm. So I feel like they wouldn't make it too far away because yeah, of him like having a meet with the Joker or yeah. you know the Joker being being a a big part of it no that made sense it's just um, it it was always like ah so short i feel like um though one of the i think one of the best scenes in the movie was 
and this is obviously up for debate, but it was at the end when he was fighting uh, Heath Ledger in that building, that like abandoned building with the uh, yeah. where, where they had the that hostages. Was a good ending. And Joker was about to fall off the building, and he and he saves him. Mm. I think that was like a pretty. That, I feel like that that showed his, uh, you know, like the the line that that Bruce won't pass. That was a good way of showing it because he could and just that, let the Joker die, and then that was the start of their relationship. As yeah, Batman and Joker, and who knows where that would have gone had he uh, had had Heath Ledger not died. Yeah, you know? who knows there, where that that trilogy would have ended, where it would have, would have ended. You know, unfortunately, we were we didn't have the best ending for the for the trilogy. For the trilogy. Yeah. yeah, but the first two movies were were fantastic. Always love them. Yeah, that, I, I could rewatch that trilogy all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, uh, I, think, I think we have the same number two. Yeah, yeah, Logan, Logan's all, Logan's always good. That's like the best Wolverine you're ever gonna get. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, it went. It took us, it took us to like a whole new level of, of seeing uh, of seeing Logan. Like we got to see a completely different like side of you know him later in life um kind of like the aftermath of what's going on with the mutants and stuff and he can't even really use his his claws anymore and his healing's gone to shit because it's killing him inside it was like i thought it was such like a cool um such like a cool story of the clones uh they had the clone uh wolverine um they had what else was it? They had um, Professor Xavier who died in it from getting killed from the Logan clone, which was, I feel like, pretty uh, pretty intense watching that for the first time. <laughs> and probably one of the, um, I feel like, one of the best uh, endings for Logan and for like a, a superhero movie in general. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, it was very Oh, wait a minute. We're missing Joker. <laughs> oh my god. Where are we putting the Joker on this list, man? Oh, we got He's got to be number 3. Shit. And then it's Watchmen. So Spider-Man's getting you're, the you're, you're you're spoiling, you're spoiling. <laughs> do it I'm quietly. Sorry, do it quietly. Do it quietly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm editing that right now. That's what we forgot. That's kind of funny that we forgot uh, Joker and we were just talking about it for like, we were just talking about it with this the Dark Knight. 30 minutes. Oh, it'll be, yeah, we'll be good. Sorry, Spidey. Yeah. Well, uh, it'll be an honorable mention. Sorry, Toby, rather. Um, That's my uncle. <laughs> so what else you got for Logan? How, um, I, lo- I loved uh, Weapon X in it, his daughter, the scenes with his daughter, and then... yeah. I've always I've always been a a Wolverine fan, an X Men fan. I used to read some of those comics, but um, I was just um, I was just always you know that that will probably change since uh, the X Men are coming in the MCU and we're going to have more of the X Men in the future. But I was always uh, I always wish that we got to see um, Hugh Jackman in like that kind of comic accurate suit. 
but um fox Those movies weren't bad man no they were great movies the, the whole in, franchise some yeah. of the x-men movies they were good movies they just never they i feel like fox kind of did their own thing with the um they did yeah with kind of like Sony and, with spider-man yeah they they kind of like they kind of didn't go for the uh the more comic accurate suits because maybe those aren't as uh functional as the gear that they gave them and i think they were taking a page from from nolan and trying to make a a i mean they did great they did yeah they did great i don't think any of those movies are bad maybe uh maybe maybe the first x-men was was a little iffy with the uh with the deadpool with ryan reynolds deadpool in that one where he had the so oh, mouth you mean um what was that one the wolverine origins movie yeah wolverine origins that's what it was. I, I like wolverine origins i like wolverine origins too except for that part that part's a little like what are we doing here <laughs> really with the deadpool with ryan reynolds in the beginning yeah you like that that was his first appearance as deadpool i thought it was yeah, hilarious i i don't know it was stupid yeah i thought it was stupid too and so did he when he shot himself in the head in the deadpool too <laughs> um but yeah logan is a great uh great movie and i think it deserves to be number two so number three which we uh had the whole time what um joker 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 is definitely number three psychological thriller very good very good movie that movie very good acting and that movie for me kind of uh you know if we didn't forget it it would have absolutely easily been number three or top three uh, for me, when it was in, th- in the theaters, when he was sitting in um, the, uh, the woman's apartment, his neighbor's apartment, mm-hmm. and she was like, what are you doing here? And then you kind of, like, it starts piecing together that he was hallucinating or, like, picturing everything that was going on throughout the movie. Like, that's for me when it was like, oh, shit, this is, like, this is crazy. Yeah, it was a crazy movie. And then at the end, um, with Robert De Niro, you get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> he yeah. blows him away. Yeah, wild movie, great movie, and I'm, I am excited for the uh, if they do do a second one. We have not yet gotten like full on confirmations yet. We just like rumors that they're talking I would just about leave it. Leave it the way it is. Don't but, don't ruin something. But you would watch it. You would watch the second one. Yeah, we're gonna watch everything. But yeah. Um. I don't know. <laughs> All right, what's your number four? Um, Watchmen, uh, Zack Snyder's Watchmen. Talk you have it. to see the the director's cut, though. Yeah, was you, that, cannot, that was, you cannot watch the theatrical cut. Was the, was the director's cut the three hour one or the four hour one? Uh, I think it was just the three hour one. I think the um, ultimate cut or something is the four hour one. No, there is no. I don't think there is a four-hour one. Um, no, you're, you're, the three, the one that's three hours, is the one I'm talking about. Oh. It's three hours something, but um, you don't have to watch the uh, what do you call it? The um, the animated bull crap that they attached to it. That was uh, Snyder came out and said that 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 wasn't how it was meant to be seen. Tales of the Black Black Freighter. Wait, say um, that again. So the extended cut is two hours and 43 minutes. I swear there's, there's a longer one. There is a three-hour one. That's the one that comes with the, the animated with the... in it, which oh, you don't have okay. to, that's what that extra 20 minutes is. Oh, interesting. I did recently rewatch it all the way through because I had never done that with yeah. the animated thing, and it's pretty good. Um, 
but overall it, it's it still holds up today definitely more, more than enough it's fantastic um this is our first dispute on the list i have watchman uh one spot below at number five and my number keeping it no my number four is infinity war well i put infinity war you know what i'm gonna make i'm gonna put five infinity war in ragnarok at six I have Infinity War at number four, and my reasons are it's just mainly because we got to see, you know, that that massive cast on screen, and we got to see what it's truly, I feel like what it's truly like for heroes to lose, and the, you know, the high stakes that they they fight at in, in these movies, and um, whatever we get to see them in, or, or read them in, in comics and stuff, and it, that moment when Thanos snaps his fingers at the end of infinity war and you, there's like a pause in the movie where everything just goes quiet and you're the audience too. You're just like speechless, like what just happened? Mm. And then you start to see all the characters um, uh, like vanish from the snap and the, the intensity I feel like in that movie, the intensity and the, um, the emotion um, that's what kind of wins that at number four for me over Watchmen. I, Infinity War is pro, is like my it's my it's my number one uh, Avengers movie. Um, just I, I I love kind of that that kind of what happens when heroes lose um, the, like aspect in a in a movie. Like I loved it in in the um, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War animated movie. Uh, I loved it in Infinity War, and that for me is number uh, number four. Um, well, I think that there's Watchmen's a masterpiece um, in artistic detail, but also I think it's an example of like a really like a golden age superhero movie. And there's a, a Justice League movie that I really like. It's called Justice League: uh, The New Frontier animated mm-hmm. movie and it was really good and what this movie it feels a lot like that classic you know you get that 60s 70s era superhero and we don't really get to see the classic superhero on screen anymore it's yeah. constantly like a newer wave and a, and a very technologically advanced superhero and then you get to see the old watchman and the new watchman and you also get to deal with dr manhattan i wish that snyder would make um a doomsday clock movie oh that would be incredible that would be phenomenal i think he would kill that doomsday clock is one is is you know in terms of comics that's probably one of my like top 10 series yeah i mean he could easily make a doom watchman doomsday movie and it would mm-hmm. be it would kill I'm absolutely sure. it would, it would be right up there well, especially it. to have you would have um superman on the same screen as dr manhattan yeah, well, you would have to figure all that stuff out before. That would be, yeah, definitely. But, yeah. but that would be incredible to see that to see that live action, or even you know even to see that um, in an animated movie if they did like an uh, animated movie adaptation of Doomsday Clock, just something would be incredible. Definitely. All right. So after Infinity War, I have uh, Thor Ragnarok. Another. Um, we have another dispute here. Did you put an end game before it? No, I put uh, I put Winter Soldier before it. 
I thought Winter Soldier wasn't even on your list. No, Winter Soldier was on my list. <laughs> this thing has changed like 50 times already. Um, no, Winter Soldier know, was on my list. I have Winter Soldier a few below. Um, yeah, talk I'm about Ragnarok. Ragnarok. I'm, I'm um, Ragnarok's my seven, so we're close enough for for that. Um, I think it's. I put it at five because I think it's the best Thor story we've had so far, and Thor's a very important character. Did you did you have it? Did you have it at five or six? I have it at five. Oh, okay, okay. Where you have it at? Seven. Yeah, so I think it's it's the best Thor story, and Thor's an integral character to the uh, MCU, and um, I think just overall it does a great job of exploring the. what do you call it the um the norse mythology with ragnarok the end of the earth or whatever hella yeah we get a lot of we got a lot of that lore explored as well and um the the whole scene with the hulk was was great when he was battling on that planet mm-hmm. on um, uh yep and the visuals were great all around i think um, but the story was really engaging. It was fun. It's a really fun movie. Well, especially especially being kind of like a if you want to consider it kind of like a rebound from um, yeah the dark the Thor the Dark World like yeah the Dark World they kind of dropped the ball. Uh, Hemsworth almost walked after that movie. I didn't know that he he um, there was like a thing that said he didn't want Thor to be like the movies because obviously the character there's so much. Um, there's so much pain behind the character and like his um, story, you know, um, in, in the dark world, he loses his mother and Ragnarok loses his father. He uh, loses Loki later on. So obviously the character has gone through so much um, uh, like pain and stuff, but like he wanted the movies to at least feel like he said, like, he's like the movies need to have some like, like entertaining aspect of it. It can't be like constantly this like dark and like, um like dark tone that one and two had one was good two was obviously worse but like compared comparing three to one and two like it's on a completely different level um i mean like like we just said the thor the dark world just wasn't gripping at all and i rewatched them all recently and i just wasn't happy with it like the first thor movie i like into man of steel they're very similar in the way that they were laid out and mm-hmm. like plot points and everything. They had the same battle in the town. Yeah. If you remember, not quite the same ending, but, um, and it was really good, really good setup, really good origin. you got a lot of the Norse mythology, which I like, mm-hmm. especially because I played God of War recently. It, it all looked really good. Mm-hmm. But then the second one was just like, yeah, you know what I mean? It just wasn't, it wasn't awful, but it just wasn't good. It was okay. It's, it's, it, yeah i mean it's entertaining if you haven't seen it for a really long time but then you're just like i don't want to see this for another for a really long time but i think <laughs> the reason i rank ragnarok that high is because it it bounced back you know what i mean it brought that tri- thor trilogy to it made it a trilogy really because you know you the dark knight trilogy started off really good went up and up but then it went down. It went down, yeah. With the Thor trilogy so far, now we're getting a fourth movie. It's gone up, down, and then back up. So I mean, they got a chance to, to if he does end up not just doing one more, which I think he is doing more than uh, he's gonna. He's gonna at least a couple more. I think I wouldn't solo be surprised. Movies? You think so? I think maybe at least one more solo movie. 
depending on because he's going to be in the Guardians movie. I think he's making an appearance. Either way, I mean, if this, more ends up, if this ends up being his last one or if he does another one, I think they're in a good spot with the franchise. Definitely. Um, so is Ragnarok your number one MCU movie? Yeah, it has to be. No, I have Infinity War. As your number one uh, MCU movie? Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. See, that's why. So for me, Winter Soldier is still my number one um mcu movie and for me that's because the the fighting sequences in it are incredible like on the bridge where right before he um right before bucky's revealed is i still think one of and holds to be one of the best um one of the best like fight scenes the choreography in it is amazing uh the story kind of itself is really good with that um you know shield being being overrun by hydra um all of that i think is is such like a you know engaging story for the movie and bucky being the winter soldier gives it like that um kind of different level of emotion for the movie and then this one i think kind of and when you're where you're saying like um the trajectory of like the the trilogy for captain america they just kept going up they kept they kept uh they kept getting as good as the previous movie was it just kept getting better and better mm-hmm. and i think this one it's got to be above it for me um well i go end game then winter soldier that's 7 and 8 right there for me i got uh right so i got ragnarok at seven for me, and then Endgame at eight. Um, all right. So last two. You don't want to talk about Endgame at all? I, I mean, it's kind of the same. I feel like kind of like the same situation as Infinity War, except it's the reverse. Like the heroes win. The heroes win, yeah. You know what I mean? You we get, get a lot of we get a lot of fan service, though. With the, yeah. So that's why I have it. At seven, I guess you could bump Winter Soldier. You could alternate on my list, Winter Soldier and Endgame. But I think Endgame kind of takes the cake because it's like a big. Yeah, it's like the massive the, the end event, with Avengers you know? assemble and everything. Um, All right, so yeah, the, the last the two, nine and ten. Yeah, nine and ten spot. Batman eighty nine for me, and then Batman Begins. Yeah, rounds off. Same, rounds same off. for me. Those are the same for me. Maybe if I was more of a Spider-Man fan or maybe if I was more of a Iron Man fan, those last two would be different. You know what I mean? I feel like the last two of the top 10 lists generally indicate what kind of superhero fan you are. I have, for me, for me, it might be, you know, depending on, I love No Way Home and I feel like No Way Home blankets a lot of the uh, the movies because of the, you know, callbacks we get, the villains, the heroes and stuff. So that's kind of like my Spider-Man No Way Home is my 11 or just like my alternate in a top 10. But I feel like Batman 1989 holds solid at um, at number nine for me because of how iconic just that movie is in general. Like Michael Keaton, his bat suit, um, you know, the bat, the ni- uh, 1989 Batmobile is just still, I think, one of the best Batmobiles we've gotten live action. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, it's obviously from 1989, so you could say it's like, I guess, a little corny or whatever at times, but 
for for the time that it was released and and the popularity it has now and it's going to continue to get since Keaton is going to be in a part of the DCEU um, with the upcoming Flash movie and further projects. I think it just shows that this movie deserves a top 10 spot. So you're putting in the top 10. Yeah, it's my number nine. I think that like I was I'm saying like 10 for Batman Begins, I feel like could get switched out here and there. Uh, depending on the argument, but 1989 is is not leaving my list. That's that's permanent there. Yeah. And yeah, then, I saw that when I was really young. Yeah, same. And then Batman Begins, it just starts the Nolan trilogy. It's a great origin story for Batman. We get to see him uh, um, travel to the League of Shadows, get the uh, Ra's al Ghul uh, story. Raish. Raish. I believe it's also pronounced Raish. I believe it's pronounced Fiji. No, no, seriously. I've heard it both ways. I don't know which one's yeah. the right way. I just uh, I've heard like in the in the Gotham TV show they pronounce it Raz, and then other shows they pronounce it or movies they pronounce it Raish. It's confusing. I want one definitive one, but yeah, you get that. You got to talk to Dennis O'Neill about that. Who created <laughs> way back? the character um but i mean i think i feel like that is a solid list i don't know if we've forgotten anything um you know there's so many movies that have come out especially in the mcu alone so the creators pronounce it both ways both okay. ways are correct. perfect perfect um but i don't know i there's especially with the mcu alone there's so many movies i don't think any i don't really think any of the dceu movies um have what it takes to be in a top 10 maybe in the future um maybe this list will change when when the batman releases in march maybe we'll we'll see but as of right now this is our list and i I think we both have a pretty i think we both have a pretty good list we have a little bit of discrepancies but i don't think they're i don't think any of the uh movies are you know um I don't think the margin between them is is massive. They're all like really, yeah. really close. But yeah, I think that's it. That's uh, I think that would be the end of our list, and then yep. hence the end of this episode for this week. All right, guys, uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week on the podcast. Take good care of yourselves. <laughs>